It's happy hour again from Uptown New Orleans. Hello, I'm Grant Morris. Happy hour is part of the family of shows on the podcast network. It's neworleans.com. When you walk into a bar in New Orleans and you pull up a bar stool, you never know who's going to be sitting on either side of you. What you do know, however, is no matter what they look like, what they're wearing, whether they just got out of a limousine or just got out of jail, they're going to be happy to talk to you. Because that's New Orleans, and this is Happy Hour, a cocktail-fueled 60 minutes of random conversation with folks who have nothing in common. Never a truer word today, actually. Other than we're all New Orleanians in a bar, today we're at the fabulous Wayfair on Ferret Street, which is home of the fabulous summer drink called the Frosé. It's a perfect summer drink made with dry rosé, vodka, Saint-Germain, Peixos bitters, lemon juice, and a house-made strawberry basil syrup. Nobody's got one here today because they ran out of the machine. <laughs> but... By the, time, like, by the time you hear this, the machine's going to be working again, I promise you. This is a very eclectic bunch of New Orleans we have around the table here today. Amy Irvin is here, the executive director of the Knoll Abortion Fund. It's nice to have you back and see you not in your vagina costume. <laughs> well, but I did come dressed pr- appropriately. You are covered in sort of fake blood. I hope it's fake blood. It is, it is fake, fake blood. Is it supposed to be fake menstrual blood or it's abortion? Kind of like a I mean, it's like raspberry Interesting. <laughs> what is the concept, actually, of having blood all over Well, you? so my T-shirt says, U.S. out of my uterus. <laughs> does it? Wow. Yes, it does. <laughs> okay. And I've just come from a pro-choice rally in New Orleans. So. Okay, did you have trouble remembering the word choice? <laughs> pro-something. It's a pro-something rally. <laughs> All right. Well, it is happy hour, so you don't have to be totally sober for happy hour. I'm also usually in front of a camera and need to be very well, this uh, is a camera. particular with my, with my words. Yeah. You'll be very careful about what you say here. Well, anyway, so it was a pro-choice rally in New Orleans because we're back on the whole abortion kick again. Yes, we are. 20, 30, 40 years later, we're still talking about whether or not we should be having an abortion. That's correct. Let's get to that in a minute. And Tofield Bourgeois the fourth, is that right? That's right. The fourth is here. May the fourth be with you. Ah, oh, people <laughs> be here. What do people call someone who's the fourth? Talking to that microphone. People call me Tofield, TJ. A lot of people call me TJ. There have been people say someone who's the third is called Trey. Is there a thing for fourth? Well, you know, my dad, they call Tofi. Tofi? They call me TJ in my family. <laughs> And I have a son who's the fifth. We call him Tofi as well. Oh, he's the Same, fifth. Some, it's, this is kind of crazy. We call him Lil Toe. Lil <laughs> Toe. How do you it's spell Tofi? Tofi, T-H-E-O-P-H-Y. Oh, I don't know. It's just a fabricated. Is, it's, a, it's a mess, man. It's a mess. Well, Tofi is spelt, by the way, if you're following along, T-H-E-O-P-H-I-L-E. Yeah, I just learned how to spell it last week. It's an alphabet suit. It's actually French, right? Cajun French. It's Cajun French. Yeah. But originally it was regular old French French. I guess. Yeah, sure. So you go back how do they enough. say it? How do they say it? Yeah. Tail, tail feel. Tail feel. Tail feel. Okay. But All I right. can't go walking around and introduce myself as tail feel. It sounds pretentious. Toe feels fine. What do you think? I, I think, think with that accent, it's not pretentious. Should I go tail? Tail feel. This tail is the moment. Feel. I, ch- I turn the page. You want to do it? <laughs> Am I, from this moment on, I'm tail feel. I'll drink to that. Okay. okay. Let's do it. Tail feel. Tail, tail feel, feel from this tail. moment on. I, it was hard enough it. for me to master toe feel just for the show, but now I have to try yeah, tail yeah. feel as well. Okay. Very good. <laughs> We've sorted that out. Jonathan Blake Vasquez is here as well. Yes. Jonathan, hey. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing great. You've got an awesome outfit on. You have a bandana like a... What is that? A brown, white, and it, it's like a bandana. That's what I call it, but it's considered a scarf. But, okay. Um, I don't like to tell people I'm wearing a scarf. You know, it's kind of. Like, it's got a sort of a badass look. Thank you. 
Thank, thank, thank what, you. What sort of image are you trying to portray with that? Well, um, really, I just want my hair to grow, and I was like, I don't want to cut it, so it, but it gets in my face. Yeah. So I had to. I, I was like, so Let you me wait until it grows long enough to yeah. tie it back. You yeah. want it to be as long as Graham's hair. My exactly. hair is very exactly. long. Exactly. I like it. Look at look how that's, look how long that is. That's but I've been growing that. I'm like 115 years old. <laughs> that's why it's so long. And Jonathan yeah. is the host of a podcast called The Truth Hurts. Truth Hurts podcast, which yes, is sir. a really interesting podcast. Very. And interesting. you're a photographer as well. Yes, sir. And yes, you sir. find this interesting because the person sitting next to you, Alison Moon, is also a photographer. <laughs> oh, really? Although yes. she yeah. quit taking photos for she us quit. here at Happy Hour. Well, we're gonna talk about to go that to later. Oxford University to study some damn thing or other. <laughs> really? uh, so welcome program. back. Oh, nice. Yeah, so nice. this is Allison's just come back for the first time in a year. So we got a lot of visual artists mm-hmm. in the building. Yes, yeah, so Tofield's a visual artist. <laughs> yeah. You're a photographer and Allison's a photographer. Yes. So Allison, welcome back to Happy Hour. Thank you. I've never ever talked to you into coming on the show for how many years did you shoot the show for? Uh, it was probably like three and a half, almost four years. Almost four years, and you would never come on except for the one time when you happened to be in a terrorist attack. Yes. What? Check that. Tell them the story about <laughs> that. I, I, hear that. I was in Paris the day of the terrorist attacks. That was, I forget the year, it was 2000. And the, oh, the Eagles of Death Metal show? Yes. yes, and I was actually supposed to go to that show, but I was way too hungover from Champagne Country the day before, so I ended up going to an underground jazz show instead, which was even worse for your hangover. Yeah. I would have thought, frankly. Well, good thing for hangovers. Yes. Shout out, yeah, shout yeah. out to hangovers. Shout out to God and His <laughs> right. plan. Give get, thanks. Did you think that God saved your life? Um, I think it was probably alcohol, more likely. <laughs> <laughs> I would prefer to credit hungover alcohol. Well, than I tell you what, you sound pretty bad today. What's up with your voice? I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't know. Just it's started sounding rough. Maybe I'm not used to the Louisiana heat yet. I'm having a heat stroke. <laughs> I think it sounds kind of sexy, though, don't you guys? Yeah. Amy, it's what great. do you think? I think so, definitely. I, I can dig yeah. it. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm also not used to being on the it. mic. You're making me nervous. Are you nervous? <laughs> I'll have more of What are you actually drinking? It looks like sort of nutty water. I already for, I've asked them the name of this so many times. I think that's just half yeah. dishwater and half old It Pepsi. totally looks like that, doesn't uh-huh. it? It's, it's what might you might have found in a New Orleans puddle. Yeah, that's what it looks Swamp like, but water. it's really good. <laughs> puddle water, exactly. If hey. this is what puddle water tasted like, then I'd be lapping it up every day. <laughs> How would we know what puddle water tastes like? Only one way to I find out. Yeah. Right. Hey, Alison, I want to ask you all about what it's like to be an actual intelligent student in a minute. But first of all, let me tell you this. Today's show is brought to us by Nola Pans, the only pans made from a fallen Audubon Park live oak tree, which I'm holding in my hand. Who wants to try this pen out? Shout out to Nola Pans. Try, try that out, Amy. You can write on, you can write on the tablecloth if you want. You, well, you can write on my notes if you want, but it just makes what? it more difficult oh, for me to see. Oh, it makes my signature look really signature. good. Uh, Isn't that a beautiful pen to use? It feels so nice. It wow. really is made from an Audubon Park live oak tree that fell over an Audubon Park in the sky. It's got a good weight to it's it. A, isn't it a good pen? And you're a professional, actually. You're drawing all day. Terrible penmanship, but I can draw you a beautiful letter. What do you mean you're terrible penmanship? You're a tattoo know, artist. I can, I can draw you a name that's beautiful. You ask me to write it, it's terrible looking. But this Okay, that's feels just a scary situation there. Hey, I don't so know. You, you're tattooing people's bodies with permanent... I've been tricking people into letting me tattoo them for 14 years. <laughs> it's beautiful. Fake it but you, you can't it. write. Yeah. You can't write great. your own name neatly. That's great. No. Even with a fancy. You can't even read that. <laughs> what is that's that? That's how I sign you things. You guys need to quit drinking that. right now. 
Okay. That is, is that your real signature? I'm better at sound effects. Than, oh, yeah. That's why he's I'm called Tofio. How can you say <laughs> no, it's not Tofio, it's Teofio. Teo, I'm Teo today. Teofio. I got pulled over once, and my signature on my license, because I was a young buck, I was 16, I wrote my whole name out. And I got pulled over, and I just signed it like I do today. I basically do a T and <laughs> a, squiggle. a squiggle. And the guy goes, that's not your signature. And I was like, well, can I see how I signed it? And he takes my license and holds it to his chest. He's like, sign, try again. I was like, dude, what? <laughs> okay, I don't know. No, this is Did a great you end day. up getting taken downtown? No, I had my kid with me, luckily. Thank God you had kids. Kid, yeah, I carry a kid around so I don't yeah. get no heat. It's a pretty expensive yeah. way to stop getting arrested, though. Yeah, yeah. You know, probably a lawyer would have been cheaper. Anyway, yeah. this pen, this pen is made from a full and Audubon Park live oak tree, and you can get yourself one by going to nolapens.com. It's an expertly crafted limited edition writing instrument, and it really is honestly gorgeous. Nolapens. Thanks, too, to Basics on Magazine Street near Jefferson Avenue. Basics underneath Somewhere. sells fine lingerie and basic swimming gym. Has a full range of fashion, swimsuits, workout, and yoga clothes with style. And thanks, too, to the Positive Vibrations Foundation, who create and encourage community through the development and preservation of the arts, music, culture, and heritage, including last week's Bayou Boogaloo. Did you, anyone get to go to that? I did. What'd you think? Pretty cool. It was cool. It was great. Yeah, I thought it was pretty enjoyable. So thanks to the Positive Vibrations Foundation who put it on. And if you'd like to be a member of our Happy Hour family, go to patreon.com and search for It's New Orleans Happy Hour. And for as little as $1 a month, you too can be a member of our Happy Hour family and get all sorts of exclusive stuff, like nice. our free... 3D chess game from Ooh. whatever the name of that company is, F10 something or other, if Andrew Searock and Asher Griffith will ever get around to actually giving that away. What is the hold-up on that, by the way? I'm not going on about that. Anyway, Alison, so you left here, you left New Orleans, and you went off to England to become what exactly? I am studying international management and international relations. It's a master's of science and I finished my two semesters, it's only a year program, so right now I'm working on my dissertation, and I'm not 100% sure what I'm writing that on yet, but over the past couple of days I've been very into researching how to increase community engagement in floodwater management in New Orleans, because it floods here all the time, and everybody just points the finger at sewage and water board and it's your well, fault they, it's your fault it is pretty much their fault <laughs> well, it's not there's Playboy a lot. avenue flooded this morning for example there's a lot of issues yeah. that go right into outside it. the sewage and water board. <laughs> there's a lot of <laughs> the issues that's, that's that go a true into story. it <laughs> there are yes that, yeah. well and thankfully otherwise there wouldn't be much of a phd you could just write that on a <laughs> back of a matchbox basically. but I mean there's a lot of things that the communities themselves can do to start actively participating and so I would like to try to research ways of getting the community more involved into, into that well we all have our floats already yeah we, so we're ready we you have your them floaty wings did you I did you that's right I saw that on Facebook you bought like a donut yeah. Um, did you go I, floating on that for real? I actually did not take my donut float out into the bayou. Good thinking, because I wouldn't put my ass in that water. <laughs> oh, That's exactly are, what my friend said. Yeah. People are floating. Oh, there's thousands of people, probably a thousand or more people floating in that disgusting bayou water. I wouldn't do that. No, thank you. Your ass might get eaten up. Yeah, something. I'm going to catch Your ass might get eaten up. You're going to catch something, don't you think, right, Jonathan? Right, like alligators or something. That's what I'm taking oh, away Or worse. This. Worse. Like what? I don't know, Giardia? Your ass could get eaten up. <laughs> What's worse than that? Uh, well, I, I would think you would get some sort of parasite that the more of your guts yeah. would get eaten up from the inside. That's no. what would worry me. Wow. So, Alison, why are you going to have to go to Oxford University to study? Why can you go to UNO and do that? 
Well, I didn't Have know this. Does Oxford flood often? <laughs> no, it doesn't at all. But I'm nearby to the Netherlands, and they've got wow. their shit figured out. So I'm going to try to maybe go over to the Netherlands and try to see what they're doing. And I That'd mean, their cool. their community is very actively engaged. They start understanding about flood water management when they're little children. Well, why do they have it figured out? I guess that's why you have to do the research. Yeah. I wonder why they do have it figured out and we don't. Though. Yeah, I'm not, I think it's just, it's kind of in their culture. They understand it. They've been at the forefront of this technology for 60 years. Well, we've been here for 300 years. Yeah. Drinking. <laughs> uh, that's that's, that's what it is. Yeah, we've just been drunk. Well, what do the Dutch do? They've, they've got legalized hash and pot. Ah, true. They pay a lot so, higher taxes. They're more committed to okay. paying higher taxes to fund a lot of these programs, whereas in well, that might be the problem. It's like right. pulling teeth to do anything in New Orleans. Well, we pay a lot of taxes, that's for sure. Not compared to what the the Dutch no? end up paying. Are you kidding? Mm-hmm. I'm you not quite sure. Probably the taxes here. But, yeah. I think probably taxes here are pretty high for what we get, which is nothing. <laughs> yeah. What do we get for? What do you, do you have a house here, Amy? Where do you live? No, I don't have a house here. You're I live uptown. The, I'm renting. You're renting uptown? Yes. Okay. Well, you were living at the beach at one point. I was living was at the beach. Which was a great idea. It was perfect. I was paying um, $650 for a two-bedroom apartment on the beach. Wow. But in you, Mississippi. You see, oh, that's Mississippi. Not, which was mm-hmm. a yeah, bit problematic. That's not really the beach, though, right? <laughs> Jonathan, is that what you're going to say? <laughs> well, yeah. I just came from Florida. It was beautiful. Isn't it By the way, Destin. Yes. Yeah, nice. mm-hmm. I was on the yep. beach. Yeah. I, I don't know. I just, share, I just wanted to share that with you guys. <laughs> I'm sure you didn't want to come back, did you? I didn't want to come back. I was having a good time. I know. It's beautiful there. But living it in Mississippi is not quite... I wouldn't call that the beach. Well, we're in Mississippi. <laughs> uh, He's right, right there in Bay St. Louis, which is a lovely town. It's but like the water is murky. It's I mean, brown, it's, and you can walk out almost probably half a mile. But they do have the Frida Fest there. What's you know? that? <laughs> the Frida Honor, Fest. Honoring Frida Kahlo. Do they really? Yeah. In Bay St. Uh-huh. Louis? Yes, in Bay St. Louis. Why would they do that? Well, because there's no, th- no other reason to go there. Why did they pick Coconut there? shrimp and free to kill. They have a right. pirate festival out there. That's pretty cool. Yes. They do? It's true. They do. Mm-hmm. Okay, so anyway, <laughs> what's it like being a graduate student and like around a whole bunch of brainiacs compared to hanging out here with us? Uh, well, they, so they don't understand day drinking. That's like the one thing that I'm having <laughs> trouble adjusting to in Oxford. They like to go out at 9 o'clock, and I'm like, well, what are y'all doing before? It's 5 o'clock. We're done with school. Like, let's go have a drink somewhere. And they're just they're like, studying, oh, no, 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 no. We're going to go out later. No, they're not. They're not. Well, not what are they doing between 5 and 9? I don't know. I haven't been able to figure it out yet. Haven't you made any friends? I've made right. friends, but they're just like, oh, what? yeah, we'll see you at 9. And I'm like, well... Might already what are be they drunk like? By then. What are they like? Your friends there? What sort of people are going? There? It's mostly international students. I do have a few um, friends that are local from the UK, but it's mostly international. Like uh, a lot of Chinese students, Taiwanese, uh, oh, German, lots of German students. Really, but, yeah. that's interesting. So there aren't any actual British people at Oxford? They're all undergrad students. The British people are all undergrad students. Yeah, that's a very bizarre right. situation, isn't it? <laughs> it's a, well, I wouldn't expect that. Yeah. So what's it like being a foreigner? Oh, it's not bad at all. Do they, very, people look down on you? No, they're very welcoming, especially to the students, because they understand that you're here and you're promoting their community, but I've never had any issues. I've any time that I've been in... Only in London, I've been treated like a second-class citizen. Oh, really? Definitely. It's because I have a New Zealand accent, and that, once you're from the colonies, mm. 
Maybe if you have an American accent, it's different, is it? It might be different. Do you get a lot of questions about President Trump? Yes, but if I if I do, then and if they're aggressive with it, I'm just like, well, Brexit, Brexit. Y'all don't have y'all sh- y'all right, don't have it figured out than either. We are now. So. Yeah. yeah, we might have elected Trump, but they're, yep. they're even stupider. So, what's the story with the Trump situation here, Amy? What do you what, mean? What Graham? is going on now that you're you're thrust back into national politics again? Well, yes, and I do much more statewide politics. So um, certainly uh, we're seeing a lot of abortion bans being passed as a result of a President Trump and a more conservative Supreme Court and a lot of um, Trump appointees being appointed in the lower district courts. So um, the anti-choice opposition is taking advantage of decades of work and um, passing a lot of anti-abortion bills. It's very impressive how they've pulled this off and it seems to be, to us, I mean to me anyway, in the last like three weeks suddenly we've gone from not even thinking about abortion. Like was it the last three weeks or is it just on our radar? Like it's it's kind of crazy. It's It's really only happened in the last three days. (laughs) Has it really? It really is true. No, for real. (laughs) No, seriously. They've been at this for, you know, a couple decades. In fact, I would say that the pro-choice movement has been a bit asleep since uh, the passage of Roe v. Wade. Mm -hmm. We thought that our constitutional rights were guaranteed and uh, we didn't have much more to discuss. Well, do we? Is it guaranteed? I mean, is it constitutionally guaranteed or was it just passed by the Supreme Court, which makes it some sort of precedent, but it's not written into the Constitution? Well, Roe passed in 1973. However, there have been other cases since that have actually allowed states to have some input on accessibility to abortion, and that's why we see so many anti-choice bills being passed at the state level. And each state has um, a choice in how they want to regulate abortion care. So that's why you see a lot of conservative states passing anti-choice bills, but on the other hand, California, Nevada, Vermont are actually expanding rights to abortion. Um, so it's uh, kind of a mishmash, but certainly the trend is more conservative, and especially across the South, where these six-week bans have passed overwhelmingly in the last few months. Um, and the Louisiana is facing its own six-week ban, which is why we were downtown protesting right. earlier today. Well, do you know something about the law now, having done this for the last six number of years? I know nothing about the law. If the federal uh-huh. government passes a law, can the state pass a law that just completely overturns that? So the federal law says you have an, a right to an abortion. And can the state of Louisiana just say, oh, no, you don't, or the state of Alabama just say, no, you don't, actually? Well, yes, they can pass laws, and that's the g- argument we've been making for several years, that some of these bills that have been passing are blatantly unconstitutional, and as soon as they're signed into law, they're litigated. Right. Here in Louisiana, there's a slew of bills like that, most recently the 15-week abortion ban from last year. Um, what does that mean? You can't have an abortion for 15 weeks after your birthday or something? 15, <laughs> 15 weeks. <laughs> after the gestational uh, age of 15 weeks. So After you've been pregnant for 15 weeks? Yes. How, from the day of conception? Yes. How do you figure that out? Well, it, 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 not, not from out? conception. From what? Uh, you're asking me tough questions, especially after <laughs> I've had a few drinks. Okay. But, uh, Allison's a genius. You might know. <laughs> but, 15 weeks. But, you have but, to know the answer to this one. But, but, but essentially, um, uh, I've, now I've lost my train of thought. What is the 15-week abortion ban was my question. Is it 15, you're not allowed to have an abortion 
after the 15th week of pregnancy. Is that 15 what it weeks is? by ultrasound. Mm -hmm. By ultrasound. Yeah, so there's so a there's mandatory a ultrasound required of anyone seeking abortion here. And, okay. Um, so if yeah. you're pregnant, I can do it. Well, I can't do an ultrasound. Somebody can do an ultrasound on you, you can and do tell an ultrasound on the how clinic. pregnant you are. Yes. And is that scientifically accurate? Yes. Yes. In fact, down to the week. The, the, the ultrasounds are accurate, and those down technicians are trained. So they can tell you how long you've been pregnant down to the week. It's kind of like counting the rings on a tree or something. Okay. Sure. I love right. that analogy. So it's illegal to have an abortion. Well, so that bill Fifth. is in, signed into law, but it's being litigated, so it's not enforceable. Okay. But it is one of many that are sort of in the pipeline mm -hmm. to be heard in these district courts with the ultimate intention of going to the Supreme Court. And what were you thinking when you came up with this idea of having fake blood on your T-shirt? <laughs> what well, what is the deal with that? That looks like you've had an abortion and it's like gone wrong or something. Is that the <laughs> Well, idea? that's exactly the point. Right. That, you know, as these abortion bans are passed, that they will cause a lot of harm to women, um, including women who might have a wanted pregnancy but um, are, for various reasons, mostly a fetal anomaly, have to terminate those pregnancies. Right. That would be outlawed, essentially. But also women that might be seeking self-managed abortion care. So people might remember, you know, prior to Roe v. Wade, many women were, um, you know, what we often talk about, like, you know, seeking out back alley abortions from non-trained physicians or using all sorts of methods of trying to abort pregnancies. Abortion has been around for millennia. It's right. not going away. Women want control of their bodies and control of their reproductive health care. And um, unfortunately, legislators don't seem to know much about pregnancies or menstruation or anything else about women's bodies. It's interesting that there's all these guys who are making all these rules. Imagine, I was thinking... Overwhelmingly so. Imagine if history had gone another way and, and the government was run by women and they were all sitting around deciding when, what, what point guys should have a vasectomy. And it was going to be mandatory. I mean, it would be it's laughable. I've done that. It's not that bad, and I would not mind. <laughs> you wouldn't mind? No. It was it pretty was, painless? It was great. They gave me a Valium, and I <laughs> ate that, and then I took another half of one that I had. <laughs> and it was, yeah, it was whatever. What made you do that? You had too many kids, right? I had two kids. And so enough. with as, as split as I am between playing music and, and tattooing and drawing and painting, everything, I didn't feel like I could be a responsible or... Um, attentive parent right. to split myself more than three times you know with my wife and my kids and, and it's just it seemed right and I was you wrote fortunate. an awesome song about your wife I did was that song written about your wife it's called Bitch I wrote this song <laughs> yeah, for you it was it wow. was and I, just you guys have to hear, hear me out song. first but before you know like it's it, at first it's it's a bit abrasive it sounds that way but it is it's a very personal song because my wife and I have been together for a long time and we have that type of relationship where we can say really, like, we both have the same dark sense of humor where we can say those things to one another. Um, it's got some great and, lyrics in it, the song. Well, thank you. Wait, are, are before you gonna... we go on to the song, I want to ask, so was your wife uh, supportive of a vasectomy? Yeah. Yeah, it was she a decision was great. you made together? Yes, yeah, we... we I bet we, it was her idea. No, we didn't rush into it. No, actually, um, I, I grew up wanting three kids. I was an only child, and I, I, for whatever reason, I thought three kids was what I wanted. But once I had two, One I was each. pretty young, you know. Well, we have two boys. And I was pretty young, and I felt like, well, this is great. I, I honestly felt like every time you have a child, you're rolling the dice. And that, it may be a morbid way to think, but I felt like, wow, I have two healthy, beautiful young boys. This is more than anyone deserves anyway. So let me just kind of count 
Like, there it is. That's all I need. Put your cards down before yeah, you lose. Yeah, you know, I, I don't know. Like, that's just kind of how I thought about it. And just being realistic about it and what we might afford to have to give them a good life. But right. back to the point that you're saying, I find it funny that people pretend to care about people while they're in a woman. And it's all bullshit. You know, no one cares. Everyone's selfish. And it's just like, it's just... You it's, mean the reason that they're passing these anti-abortion? Uh, well... Everyone likes to kind of wave the flag of worrying about life until, like, you won't even give change to a person on the side of the road. You know, like, get the fuck out of here. All right, it's, right. It's Thank fake. you for that. All right. Yeah. Well, you know, well, I, the thing I appreciate y'all for making life, you know, and I think you should be able to choose when, when it's the time. Absolutely. Um, then I think it's, it's asinine. But, I mean, we can go down a list of asinine policies. There's a and, lot of asinine you know, stuff. It's true. So what song are you going to play for us today? Are you going to play the song, Bitch, I wrote the song I for you? I can play that song Do you for want you? to? Sure. I think you guys will like the song. I, I want to hear it. I, I, yeah, you know, okay. Honestly, I yeah. wasn't going to play that song. Well, I won't talk you. you into it if you don't. Do I, no, no. Well, okay. now that I know there's no FCC and we can curse. Okay. It's all good. <laughs> uh, it's do, do I take these off? I don't know if I can play. You can keep those on. You can take them off. I'll just play it for you all. You guys... Hear that. Okay. Yeah, you know, it's We'll get a, this uh, mic lined up over here for you. Sorry, I got it. Here. Put, oh, okay. Let me put it on the other side. Okay. I may not be the night in shining armor that your daddy hope for, but brother, ain't nobody gonna love her like I do. I know you're worried I'm a narcissistic, inconsiderate asshole. Don't you worry, baby, cause it's all belongs to you. But I don't mind pouring you a bell to all the hot water's gone. Just wanna rub your feet, baby, and sing your favorite songs. I love to make you laugh to you, Pete and Pants. Cause all I wanna do, baby, is just to be your man. I know I'm dancing too close, but I ain't feeling these hoes. They don't radiate a but you're gonna hate me by the end of tonight But don't write me off so soon Cause bitch I wrote this song for you And what your daddy doesn't know is that I hold all them doors And I'm holding on to holding on to you And girl, he 
made you up so well that in my eyes you could do anything. At one o'clock I'll be over it by two. But you're gonna hate me by the end of tonight. But don't write me off so soon. I wrote this song for you Nobody quite like you They don't even come close They are the fucked up things you do Got me running the roads And girl, you're crazy like your daddy And you're fine like your mama Babe, I'm growing tired from running after you And girl, you made me look so bad Now in my eyes I've done nothing wrong I spent my life calling out your name But you're gonna hate me by the end of tonight Say them hurtful things to you all alone, extending out your hand for another man to come and dance with you. You best get ready, baby, cause I'm coming. Ooh. And don't you ride me. So soon, and baby, ooh, and bitch, I turn them black and blue. Yay! <laughs> Thanks, guys. All right. yeah, I didn't know if that was. Uh, Beautiful. Good for this. That was a, right. Isn't Perfect. That, it's a love song. Isn't it? Oh, yes. Nice. Exactly. It's a, it's a real that love is song the awesome Théophile Bourgeois the Fourth. Off. What is the name of that album? That was called the that Renegade. That called Renegade, which I brought a copy right. for each of you that's guys. That's from Off oh, Renegade. Thank you. This was this was recorded. The picture there. That's a uh, family cabin in, in Monticello, Mississippi. That uh, and the, name? the band and I and an engineer we turned into a recording studio for a weekend. And if you're looking for this, the name of the band is Them All Ghosts. And the new album is going to be called Hounds. Hounds. It's, uh, yeah, we're actually celebrating the release of that. It's coming out Friday, and we have a show at the Parish Room at House of Blues this Friday night. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Okay, just okay. get this straight here. The Friday night is the what? The date? 24th. Friday, May 24th. May 2019. If 2019. Doors okay. at 8 p.m. Show starts at 9 p.m. 
and we are so excited. Totally worth stuff. going out to hear that this Thank Friday you. night. What a beautiful voice you've got, doesn't it? Thanks hey, so much, man. That was yeah. nice. I appreciate yeah. that. And I like the what? lyrics, especially about rubbing your feet. Do you yeah. like that? But I see you nodded during well, that. Well, you know, you, I, I, I have that, a wonderful lady. And, you know, we fight. It's real. You know, like everyone fights. There's zero chance of that. I never hate fighting. Do you like to fight, Amy? Um... No, she likes not. to fight. Well, sometimes, <laughs> hey man, sometimes I want to make crushed ice at three in the morning, and my wife wakes up at five, and she doesn't like that. So right. we might fight about that. But well, that's inconsiderate know. on your part. Why would you do that? I'm saying I want to do it. I don't do it. Well, that's... you haven't met my wife. <laughs> she's scary. Yeah. No, she's she's, she's very not. deceptive. She's very sweet, but she's got a side. She's a little. She's a pepper. She's a hot pepper. But she's right. got to deal with me, man. I love she's you seem like so she's spicy. Pussy cat, doesn't he? Don't you seem sweet? Doesn't he seem sweet? I've spent 32 years crafting that. Yeah, man. well, you're you fooling know? me completely. <laughs> Jonathan, you interview people constantly. You're the host Absolutely. of this podcast. So what do you make of what do you make of Teo Field? Oh, man, he's a very interesting guy. I, and, and when I was listening to that song, I felt like I was in that relationship at that time. Which, like, which one of them did you feel like? You were him or her? I was him, of course. I'll rub your feet, bro. All right. Uh, no. <laughs> I'm good with it. <laughs> I do like my feet rub, but not, you know, by my hey, woman. Listen, we're going to come back and just, we're going to take a quick commercial break, and then we're going to come back and talk about your podcast, The Truth Hurts Podcast. Absolutely. Right after Let's this. Let's do it. And cool. we're back here on Happy Hour with Amy Irvin, the executive director of the New Orleans Abortion Fund, <laughs> Teofield Bourgeois IV, who's a tattoo artist whose store is the Oak Street Damn. Tattoo. Oak Street Tattoo. On Oak Street yes, in sir. Uptown Keep New Orleans. Simple. Easy to Allison find. Moon, who's back visiting us from Oxford mm-hmm. University, who used to be our photographer back mm-hmm. here on Happy Hour, and Jonathan Blake Vasquez, who's the host of the Truth Hurts podcast. Truth Hurts podcast. So tell us about the Truth Hurts podcast. What is the concept behind it? It seems to be... Well, the whole... Tr- uh, it's yeah. about the truth. Honestly, it's pretty about, simple. <laughs> it's like Everybody thinks they're telling the truth all the time. Right. Even when they're lying, they'll tell you they're telling the truth. Absolutely. It's, it's, it's about exposing the truth at the end of the day. Um, we all, but the main things that we do talk about on the show, um, entrepreneurship, health, because um, me and the host, we are vegans, me and the co-host. Okay. We're both vegans. And so we're real big on health. You know, we, we, we're, we're not just like just business partners. We, we're best friends you know, we started becoming vegan together, and then it just grew into... Why it. did you decide to become vegan at all? Uh, well, it just... A lot of research that we've done together... Um, we what did just, you find out? We found out that... It, I, well, okay, so, I, you know, dairy and meat is not bad for you. It's bad for you. It so, is not bad for you or it is bad for you? It is bad for you. Yes, the, truth sorry, is. the truth The truth is it the is, is bad, bad for you. you. Meat is bad for but you. But we're grown to, you know, no, we're grown to... You know, advertisement to eat meat and to eat three times a day and to, you know, to go to McDonald's and, you know, what, what not, right. you know, to eat fast food. Um, but, you know, trying to get out of that program mind that you're, that you're in that, you know, that years of marketing have done to you um, is something that, you know, it's kind of we need to start doing because it's, it's causing deaths around, around the world or especially in the United States. You know, it's causing obesity at early age. Like so all are you these interested are, in spreading the word of veganism to talk, to talk other people into becoming vegan as well? Well, I'm, I want to spread the word of conscious eating, you know, being okay. conscious of your, of your uh, eating habits. You know, I'm not going to, I don't want to push veganism on people, you know. Um, I, I never, never want to do that because it's not, people will get turned off if you push something on them. What yeah. is, it must be hard to be a vegan in New Orleans. 
Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I'm, I actually just moved to New Orleans the beginning of January, like beginning of 2019 in January. Where did you move from? Dallas, Texas. See, I've listened to this podcast of yours, and I mm -hmm. thought you were a black guy. Really? Yes. Did well, you guys think that? Close your eyes and listen to him. You sound totally black. I just thought you were... <laughs> I totally thought you were really? like a black guy from New Orleans. I, I got no, you're before. not. I got no, a, a black guy before. But Don't I, you I, think he sounds like that? Seriously, it's his inner I think black he's guy. He's got like a little flare of spice in there, though. That's you hear something from the from Mexi You're Mexican American. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I hear. I've well, I've been to Mexico too, so I hear there's a slight accent yeah. in there. I spend a lot of time in Texas, and I got a lot of buddies. So I would say really? the same. What would you yeah. say? Really? Okay. Yeah, I tattoo out in Texas a bit. And, Do you? And, yeah. Why? Uh, conventions and, and just traveling, just kind of okay. getting a little bit out there. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, what I made did, you move here from Dallas? Well, the, my co-host, man, we me and him to have businesses together. So it okay. would, you know, I just want to get closer to. I thought you were a photographer. I'm a photographer too. So, so he helps me with my photography okay. as well. Who's your co-host? Co-host, his, his name is Harold. His name is we call him H Cap, but um, his name is Harold. He has a moving business, and I help him with the moving business. Okay. He helps me with my photography business. He does a lot of creative directing and things like that. So we, we help each other out. I was interested and in looked at your um, photography website, which has got some great photos on it. One Appreciate of the, it. You know, there's all these different genres of photos like portraits and right. automotive and blah, blah, blah. And right. one of them is gender reveal. <laughs> is that like a whole? Is that like a whole thing? That's a that's a thing. That's Dude, a thing. The amount of parties when someone is having a kid is absurd. Really? Oh, it's it's nuts. We had a kid. who was just like, here's a kid, here's a baby. It's great. We had a little shower, and it's like now it's like you got a gender reveal. So it's like haircut reveal, reveal on his baby. Have you been to the entire few? A bunch. I of have them? been to zero, and I'm very proud of that. <laughs> <laughs> Me personally, I would want to wait. To find out, the I gender, did that. Yeah, I agree, know? man. Yeah. It was the best. It was the best thing. Yeah. Very I, exciting. I don't know it's how to say this, but I was never been more happy to see a set of testicles in my life. <laughs> then when I was like, "Oh, it's a boy," it was great. The surprise of the it. Baby's and I was not been... born with testicles, is it? Yeah. I thought you had to wait for those to send. No, they were there, man. They were there. Does anyone know anything about anatomy here? At the well, it definitely a wasn't a vagina. Crime. You're wrong. Man. <laughs> <laughs> you've got. So now I'll say this by saying I would have been all, like, stoked if there was a lady too, but it was just like just finding out, like you said, waiting right. was awesome because there's, I don't know, like the 4D ultrasound is like let's like get a portrait of that squished face <laughs> in the womb. Like I don't need all that. That's that's too much money, man. Let's just find out when it comes out. It's great. I think it's just another excuse to party. Yeah. A gender True. reveal party. That's what it is. Absolutely. Yet another Absolutely. reason to get together. Yes. Is there a this lot is of drinking Orleans, at yeah. these gender yes, reveal parties? Yes, there is. Um, yeah. Besides yes. for the mom. Yes, besides for the mom. Ain't that some shit? Yes. So Did she at least get like most of the cake or something? Everybody was getting, you know, having fun, getting drunk, and uh, it was just so how besides does, the mom. How does it work? So somebody knows the gender of the baby, but not the parents of the baby. Correct. It's only one other person that knows um, the actual gender of the, of the, of the baby. Okay. And so they, it just depends on what you do, you know, how, how you're going to reveal it. In this mm -hmm. case, uh, my, the, the guy, he plays baseball. And so they did it with the baseball that you bust open, mm -hmm. you hit, and then, you know, blue like a sort or, of green, pinata. Or, or pink. Yeah, it's like a pinata. It's the last party before you become a parent. All right. Okay. So it's later in the pregnancy. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, you I'm, know, I'm not too sure. When. You, 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 know, you foresee <laughs> many late nights, right? Uh, changing diapers. So this uh, is the last sort of big party. The that last you can hurrah throw. before okay. uh, 
becoming a parent and right. raising children. Well, I don't miss diapers one day. So how old are you, <laughs> Tofiel, how old are your kids? My boys are nine and six. All right. And, oh, nice. and people ask me, like, don't you want to have another one? Try for a girl, which is also like uh, what guarantees that. But my thing is the other morning, my son, my nine-year-old, came into my bedroom with a tray with toast with orange juice and iced coffee. Wow. Now, why would I want to go back to wiping an ass? Yeah, really? Come on, What man. did he want? Why was he buttering you up? He's just, he's a sweet little dude. Just a nice kid. That's all. He's a good kid, wow. man. He's just so, a sweetheart. Awesome. Sounds like a fine gentleman. Yeah. He really is. So, so how's the part of the podcast going, Jonathan? How, what made you start that? It's going well. You two guys in different places. You do it on the phone or something? Well, originally? no, we actually started, I started by myself originally. Okay. Um, it was just me trying to figure out what I wanted to do with my life. And I, I didn't know, like, but it was before I picked up photography. Um, so I was just, I was like, man, I got to do something because everybody else around me was like, you know, picking up some type of hobby or something like that. And I was just like, what do I, what can I do? And I was listening to a podcast at the time when I was thinking about that. I was like, oh, this looks, this sounds like I could do it's this. pretty easy. Anybody yeah, can do it. I could yeah. talk, I could talk to people. I like talking to people. So, and just like how we're doing, you know, I don't, let's do it. And so I, I did that same night. I did so much <laughs> research and I, I was like, okay, let me go invest into this equipment and everything like that. So it's been a fun, fun ride. It's been about three years since I started. Yeah, it's really yeah. good. I like it. It's a, re- it's a very real, mm-hmm. it's sort of, I'm, I don't know what the word for it is. It's unpretentious might be right. a good word for it. Right. It's pretty interesting who you get on there. All kinds of interesting. Yeah, we just added a video not too long ago. So we're on YouTube now. Okay. And right now we're on our third season and we're in New Orleans. This is because, you know, I started in Dallas and now we're in New Orleans. And so hopefully um, our plan is to travel with it and go to, like, you know, another country maybe and things like go that. Go to Dallas and Allison, when are yes. you leaving? I leave on Tuesday. On Tuesday, oh my yeah. God. Well, I gotta get my so plane ticket. Get it together. Yeah. Are you single? <laughs> yes, I am single. Okay, good news because Allison's single. Are you still single? Or else? Uh, it's complicated. Is it really? <laughs> yes. Where is this person? He's in Lafayette. In Lafayette, Louisiana. Mm-hmm. That's so no Tinder dating across the East. That is far from Oxford. <laughs> yes. He won't know anything if you and Jonathan are in Oxford together. Right. He's not gonna That's find right. out unless you put it on Facebook. <laughs> That's a big mistake, Unless putting you, shit on Facebook. I'm a little bit too honest of a person to hide something like that. Well, you that. can tell the truth, then. You, truth could be, you, you could be on truth his truth podcast. Hurts podcast. <laughs> Set that up. <laughs> Walk right into that. It's perfect. Right. right. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, So what boys do we do on this podcast when our drink runs out? Oh, you get another one. Oh, yeah. Man, who do we summon? Who do we talk to? We talk to Graham, our producer over here. She can get you a drink. Please. Or see, see, all these people are just talking to each other, though, not paying attention Man, to us at all. Care. Hey, Graham. <laughs> Look, she's not even looking at us. It's so, okay. She's hey. got her job. <laughs> Graham or Syrup, can we get to feel another drink? So, yes, yeah, see, you. we're on it. Aperol yeah. spritz. I'm talking in the mic yeah. like he's hearing me. Yeah. <laughs> um, Please, it was, hello, I'm Tokyo. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Time for a drink. Are you I'll having another one? I'll take another, another one. Another one of these puddle. You don't know what these puddle water stuff is, is, though. I'll take Monta another fresco. one. Everybody wants another whole round, apparently. You want anything? Yeah. You're good to go. What were you drinking? That what was it's like that? the hurricane something. Hurricane Arito or something. Correct. Yes. Correct. Hurricane. We don't know what this is. Elton something know hurricane. Actually, what were you drinking? Uh, this was some sort of muddled strawberry with vodka and tonic. Okay. Oh, we got it? 
Sherry's got it under control. Thank you. Okay. I'll just, I'll take whatever. Actually. Yeah, hurricane. She knows. She knows it. The hurricane. Mm-hmm. I'll do the hurricane thing. It was pretty good. Yeah. Yep. 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 Okay. So we got a couple. Allison's of things. thirsty because of, as we've already heard, they don't party until nine o'clock. But she's yeah. not used to. It. She's like making up for lost time. I miss happy hour. I miss happy hour. It's pretty tough, sort of a yeah. cultural. I guess that's a cultural that, difference. That's not a thing there. No, I'll it's never not a serious. thing. I don't care they how don't beautiful it is. Brunch? No. Oh, really? What? You have to go to London to get like a brunch. I found like one place in London that does brunch, wow. but they do not do it in Oxford. And I'm, I miss, I miss so many things. Do they have three for one nights? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, they don't have like any what type of. What kind of, of a culture do they have over there? Yeah. Burlesque? No. Well, they do in London, but definitely not Oxford. So what would you do on a night out? Just go drinking at a pub? You Well, the pub... Okay, that's the other thing. Pubs close at 11 o'clock or midnight, so all you're really left with is, like, the clubs, and it's full of 18-year-olds. Nobody so people, wants to do that. So people meet you at 9 o'clock <laughs> in a, at a mm-hmm. pub, and then they're... Well, we don't even know. No, no, no. They're not a big fan of the pubs. I'm a whole pub girl because in New Orleans we have our dive bars. I'm all about the dive bars and talking. But apparently when they go out, they don't want to talk to each other. They just want to get smashed and dance all night. Wow. And that's the going out culture in Oxford, and it's slightly depressing. Yeah, that is depressing. No wonder you have a boyfriend in Lafayette. (laughs) That's a pretty weird way of... So there's no communication? How do you make friends exactly? you make friends with people that you're going to uni with like people in your class and everything and what's in your programs but when you after that you're just all they want to do is get drunk and dance and that's about it you don't really want to talk to people they just want to get drunk and dance for real not fuck or anything <laughs> oh well i mean i don't know what goes on when they leave the bar what I don't, do you mean you don't this know is what goes so on? different than i expected <laughs> i was like dude don't curse I'm going to ruin this whole thing. No, you I'm, can say. I'm happy to know yeah. there's no censorship. No, you can tell it if you like. Oh, Great. There you go. People, are, people aren't having sex after drinking it. Oh, I mean, bar. I'm assuming they are, but no I, never, on you. I never stick around that late. They all what? stay out till like 4 o'clock, and I've been drinking since 5. I'm like, I'm ready to go to bed. Not one guy's hit on you the whole time. Oh, yeah. Time. Okay, but it's, so, it's a little... It's, is it different? It's very different. Like, they're not very smooth about it they're very like upfront and they're like all right this is what my goal is and you're just like take it or leave it and i'm like all right there's no it's honest but it's like hey i'm just your friend but there's like there's <laughs> nothing charming or suave True. about True. it it's mostly half the time because they're trying to be upfront and honest but they just come out awkward i like most the of way the time. you look um my yeah. room yeah, something yeah, like that. Right? It's very weird. Okay. Like, it's not like, oh, okay, okay I get that's... That. Awkward. Like, no trickery, but no charm. Like, he's kind of like yeah. the worst of both worlds. You right. miss, I'm, I'm used to the Southern gentleman that's like, you know what they're after, but at least they're being charming, and you're like, I'm going to enjoy the attention yeah, a little bit. And, yeah. <laughs> right, right. What part of the evening does this transactional approach start? Approach. Early, early on or No, this later? is like, this is the minor talking that does happen on the dance floor where they're just like, get in your face all of a sudden and they're like, hey, you're pretty. What are you doing later tonight? And then it's like, okay, I'm just dancing. That's about the most rudimentary Man, pickup line ever. Yeah, does that work at all? On I have a toaster oven back at my place. <laughs> if you, you, Not even you, the toaster oven. Do you oven. like Pop-Tarts? Are Pop-Tarts a thing in Europe? No. Oh, God, I'm never, ever, ever going. There's, um, oh, what, the, like, okay, so you know how you get cinnamon rolls in the tins mm-hmm. here? 
doesn't happen there. They don't have that. They don't understand what that is. They're very shocked by that. I'm trying to think of what else that they were shocked by that I've been trying to explain to them. Well, they don't know how to fry chicken. I've fried chicken for them so many times, and they're, like, amazed. All they have is KFC. We can make some money over there. Right. Oh, yeah. They don't have Popeyes? No Popeyes. We do have the fried chicken here. Yeah. We do? Well, KFC is fried chicken, though. Yeah, but Hey, listen, we had, we had, we're running out of time. We've only got 10 minutes left before the kick us out of here. Oh, no. So what do we have to do? We need another, do you have another short song? Of course. Let's try a short song. Okay. Like a uh, verse and chorus or something. Sure. Off the new, something off the new EP, which is called Hounds. I must say, I'm surprised at what a beautiful voice you've got. It sounds much nicer, like, live than it does on these records. <laughs> What's that? Your voice sounds better live than it does on the records, I think. I hope so. It's very sweet. Your voice is very sweet. On the records, oh, it's more of a rock Do you mind if I play an older song? I think the, no, uh, the new record is very dependent on the rest of my band. Okay. Do you have any vegan music? This is an actual <laughs> vegan song. Okay, perfect. Um, yeah, this song's called Losing My Cool. I'll just give you a little taste of it. All right. Totally marry you. 
Uh, Wouldn't you, Amy? Yes. If you ever just, get divorced, just look me up. Just based on that voice alone. Yes. Thank you so much. There's something just, don't you, uh, is it just me, Alison? Do you agree with me? Yeah. There's it's something very, it's beguiling about like, It comes about from the soul. It's beautiful It's just the diaphragm. It's diaphragmatic <laughs> breathing. I'm going to give a shout out to my boy, Guy, Guy Tim, Voice Studios. My wife got me that for Christmas. Some vocal coaching. Shout well, out to it's paid no, off. Thank you. It means a lot. You know, it, it does. You really have a beautiful voice, for real. It's gorgeous. It. Okay, so the new, the new EP is called Hounds. Hounds, and it's going to be out on Spotify on and all the Friday, other places. Friday, it'll be everywhere you can everything. stream your music. It'll be out okay. Friday. And, and okay, we'll so listen, tell me, I want to ask you this. We had a couple of points I want to get to before, because we have to get out of here in a minute. I want to get to you in a minute and <laughs> ask you about some stuff, too. But So when someone comes in for a tattoo, mm-hmm. that's what I've always been interested in, and they say, I want something on my arm or on my leg or whatever it is, how do you feel? Do you feel nervous about that? Because this is going to be permanently on their body forever. No, but I I mean, the first time you're thrown in a real situation like that, the first tattoo you do, yeah, it's it's terrifying. But, you know, I'm 14 years in now, and it's the thing I'm most confident about. Yeah, okay. You know, So, so I can control it. I know how to not mess up, um, and I know what to avoid in order to guarantee that it's going to look good because there's um, no room for error no ever well the difference between a good tattooer and a bad tattooer is a good tattooer can hide his mistakes right so is that true it is true you can actually and honestly the, the the common misconception with tattoos it's funny that when people come into the shop and they're like oh it's just a small tattoo it's nothing blah 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 well when there's one line all the attention is on that one line if it's a back piece you'll never notice the subtle inconsistencies but i do i mean I pride myself on attention to detail, so you know. But I'm not perfect. No one is. So it's at the end of the day, it's a human implanting pigment right. into another person's skin. It's it's pretty magical that we can make it look as good as we do. You know, um, it is. It's great, man. I, I, I love and it. And one of the things that it's, you mentioned on your website about tattooing is that you're talking about about the the effect of aging and time uh-huh. so you're tattooing people knowing that it's going to change over time yes and you have to account for that especially in South Louisiana where we get a lot of sun and it's unforgiving so there are things that you can't do you can't just you don't have free reign like if I drew on this paper right here you know it's going to stay like that but sometimes you know people want 10 pounds of shit in a 5 pound bag and that's not always doable what exactly know? does that mean? <laughs> it means too much and too little mm-hmm. You know, so, well, you know, like you want a whole scripture, like the actual scripture of a Bible verse inside of a clock on the watch face, but I want some of the gears showing inside of that clock. And it's like, hey, man, I don't have an engineering degree. I'm just fucking drawing on you right now. Okay. So, but it's, it's cool, man. It's the best job in the world. Um, How many drunk people do you get compared to not sober? Not many because I keep banking hours. I go in at like uh, 9 a.m. and start uh, tattooing. You're not there all night on Oak Street. No, waiting no, for the bus no. To Luckily, close. I've 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 served my time in the trenches. I started in a shop that was I worked the night shift. I was next to a strip joint called Cherry Bombs. It was it was incredible. It was fun, and that's when I had a lot of drunk clientele. But you know, like. Now, He's a family man now, Graham. Family He's got two children to raise. I thought if you did tattoos, rub his feet. But I thought when you did tattoos that you had to be there at night because that's no. when all the drunks get well, in. Well, I know what I'm doing for like the next month. You so know, people, you have real serious clients who so are like getting a whole back yeah. done and they have some done on a Tuesday yes. at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Yes. I believe you treat people right and you do your best right. and it pays off. It's good. Okay. Okay, so listen, Amy, I wanted to ask you because I know there's people listening to this. I don't have any tattoos, man. Ch- I don't have any either. No. Do you have any, Allison? I do. Yes, Allison does. I have does. two. 
I don't have any. You have a tree on your leg. I remember I that. I have a mulberry tree on my leg and a tiny oh, little like moon mulberries. on my wrist. Do you? Mm-hmm. I don't remember seeing that. It's Where very, it's I very faded. It. It's oh, in here. a bad spot. My watch has almost rubbed it off. Oh wow, that was orange. There's a tattoo there. Where's it at? Yeah. You can barely it see it. It looks like everybody asked me if I got bit by something. Hey, you want to get? It, do you want right. to get touched up? Tell if you can touch I need it up. to get it touched up. I don't know if he can squeeze me in before Tuesday. Look, here, take one of these cuts. Always got time. Maybe not. Squeeze you in. No, this is my last day working. I tattooed all day. What? Now I got my You're little, off. I got my kindergarten graduation tomorrow. We're partying all day. <laughs> it's Memorial Day weekend. Yeah. Is yep. it? It is. This weekend. Yeah. Is Monday Memorial Day? Yep. Yeah. Well, I didn't know that. Well, happy that Memorial Day, That none of us know that tells how hey, listen, hard we've Amy, been we have working. to get out of here, but this is what I was going to say. I know that there's at least two people listening to the show. Maybe not because Andrew <laughs> Duhon's mom might not be listening to this. It might only be one person. <laughs> but suppose that one person was listening, and they sympathize with the mm-hmm. whole plight of women in America and this ridiculous, crazy anti-abortion and anti-choice movement, what would somebody who wanted to do something for that or for you actually do? Well, they could go to our website and make a donation, but um, honestly, a lot of people have been coming out, bartenders who've been giving up their tips for the night as donations to the New Orleans Abortion Fund. We have another supporter who has a burlesque burlesque show Mm -hmm. on Thursday night at Sydney's. All the proceeds from her. Um, so this is all just event. give money. It's, it's going to be giving money. Just give money is the only thing you can do. Or you become a clinic escort. We have over 300 community members here trained as escorts. They provide. Oh, like to protect uh, Yeah. Wow. So oh, there's wow. oftentimes protesters in front of the clinic, and we have a group of fantastic volunteers who provide a friendly face there at the clinic and um, help people get into the clinic safely without harassment. So that's another way in which people can help, too. Okay. You can find it all on our website, neworleansabortionfund.com. No, it's not. It's .org. Oh, right. That's New Orleans Abortion Fund. (laughs) (laughs) Blame it on me. You could buy .com as well. a lot on my mind. I bet you do. What that, is sun, that sun is rough out there. You know? You've been doing a lot lately. Well, it's very stressful. Plus, you have to... What do you do with the T-shirts now that they have all this... And you've nice white pants got all this fake blood. Do they wash out or what? Oh, no. A friend of mine, Amanda, is going to be doing an art installation with them. Okay. There are several of us that wore these at the Capitol last week. And I, then saw today, I saw that on TV. I mean, actually on Facebook. Rally. Yeah, they so almost pulled do- your pants off, actually, the cops. <laughs> well, my, well I know that's a long story. They did. <laughs> No, I bought these pants at the thrift store, and they don't quite fit me right. So well, they were good on, but I honestly, that, that, that video was on Facebook, and all there's a bunch of women, you included, lying on You're the floor flirt, of the Capitol, <laughs> and that. You look good and, in a bloody outfit. And man. everybody got, everyone got dragged off except you, and you stood your ground, and and they tr- tried to get you. You really fought I'm a back. You fought back. I did. And they just about got your clothes off you. Really? For real. Have a look at the footage. I'm yes. Yeah, we'll check that out. It's true. They were a little rough. I have to say, my wrist uh, had some bruised wrist, and my arm felt like it was coming out of my shoulder. But, oh, my God. Uh, wow. All for a good cause. Yeah. It's beautiful that you stand up for what you believe in. Thank you so much. I, 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 um, I definitely believe in women's autonomy and self-determination, and um, I want to ensure that for everyone in our community. Well, thanks on behalf of everybody who you're doing a good job for. Mm Thank you. Okay. Amy Irvin from the New Orleans Abortion Fund.org has been here. Teofield, we're going to call you from now on. Teofield Bourgeois IV. Thank you so much. From Oak Street Tattoo and also from the band Them Old Ghosts, who you can find. We have a link to it on our website on itsneworleans.com. But if you're looking on, uh, on Facebook or on 
Instagram, Any, all of it, everything. Or anywhere we can steal music from, oh, yeah. Spotify and so on. Steal it, steal it. <laughs> your friends, burn disc, I don't care. All right, Thank you so them much for all ghosts. Me. You're welcome. It's Appreciate been great it. to meet you. And the host of the Truth Hurts podcast. Truth Hurts podcast on YouTube, Spotify, and everything. Jonathan Blake Vasquez. Where does the yes, Blake sir. bit come from? Blake, I don't know. My mom. Ask her. Your mom's name really was Blake. Was it no, your middle name? She, I, I don't know where she got that name from, honestly. That's my middle name, though. Yeah. That's your middle name? Yeah. Okay. Jonathan Blake, that's my full That's, that's my your actual full, full government name. name. Correct. Do you have, like, a nickname? Um, I actually do. It's Taco. Taco. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I see you right on the tablecloth yeah. there. I don't even yeah, see that. Taco. Okay. With that fancy pen. Mm-hmm. With the pen from NolaPens.com. The only pens made from a fallen Audubon Park live oak tree. They're one-of-a-kind, expertly crafted, limited edition writing instruments, and you can get one for yourself at NolaPens.com. Alison mm-hmm. Moon, thank you so much, too, for coming back yeah, here it's so and joining us. It's been be great to see you. Here, everybody. Yeah. Just fried chicken and happy hour. Oh, while you I've can. been eating all, all of the foods, all of the foods. And thank you, too, to Basics on Magazine Street, where you can get lingerie and swimsuits, and the Positive Vibrations Foundation, who create and encourage community through the development and preservation of the arts, music, culture, and heritage. And to the folks at Patreon.com, if you'd like to be a part of our Happy Hour family, go to patreon.com and search for It's New Orleans Happy Hour. And for as little as a dollar a month, you can too can be a part of our family and get exclusive stuff not available to other plebeians who are just happy to be listening to this by sheer chance. <laughs> Thanks so much for joining us. That's Happy Hour again for another week. The producer of our show is Graham DePonte. Our associate producer is April Stolf. Monique Pyle is our music producer. Our music consultant is Christian Unruh. Thomas Walsh is our technical director and our Facebook live feed director who put this whole thing on Facebook. If you want to find it, it's at It's New Orleans Facebook page. Is Asher Griffith. Andrew is C-Rock. C-Rock is our fact checker and social media connector and our theme music was written by and is being played currently by Mitch Foreman. If you'd like to be on our show and you can say upright while drinking alcohol for about 60 minutes drop us a line our address is on our website it's neworleans.com you can also check out many other happy hours we've made previously as well some other shows you make around here including Out to Lunch with Peter Raschuti live from Commander's Palace Louisiana Eats with Poppy Tucker and our award winning podcast about death which is called Death the Podcast you can also find other great Louisiana podcasts at itsacadiana.com and it's batonrouge.la. You can keep up with us on a bunch of time-sucking social media like Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. On all of it, we're called It's New Orleans. You can find photos from this show on itsneworleans.com and on our It's New Orleans Facebook page. These photos were taken today by Jill LaFleur. You can find more of Jill's photos at lafleurphoto.com. If you listen to this on your favorite podcast app, which you probably are, thanks for subscribing to us. Take a moment, if you have one, to rate and review us. That helps other people find us. If you listen to us on Spotify, you can hit the little button that says follow and follow us and get Happy Hour delivered to you each week. Our show is recorded live today at Wayfair on Ferret Street, Uptown, New Orleans. Happy Hour is a production of Iron Broadcasting for itsneworleans.com. Andrew Duhon is on the road somewhere around the country. You can find him at andrewduhon.com and see if he's in a town near you. Everyone around the table here at Wayfair, thank you so much for joining us. And thank you too to our folks back at our office at Iron Broadcasting. I'll see you back here next week for more Happy Hour. I'm Grant Morris.